welcome to Toxic Ships Podcast, where my goal is to help you tap in and reveal the better self within. So, get settled and welcome to something like group therapy. Good evening, and thank you so much for deciding to drop in and share your energy with me. I'm your host, Tiffany R. Today's topic, story time, where I'll share a series of short stories. Well, at least what I can remember. Now, you know what? Although I don't remember most of my past, including recent past, because as a child, I did learn to bury my trauma so deep that I would forget it even ever happened. So much so that during a conversation with a co-worker when I was 18, I expressed my condolences to her for having to go through sexual abuse and it wasn't until that very moment that hell I remember that I was a victim too. Not only that, I was hardly three years out of the household where the abuse took place but lately memories have been coming back like an ex that simply won't fucking leave. When I originally relocated to Memphis, Tennessee back in 2009 I believe, I acquired a temporary position working with the state of Tennessee. When the permanent position became available, it was between myself and many others. Of course, I got it. (laughs) But I became friends with two others that applied. Although they were still temporary, we were still able to work amongst each other. We became pretty close and started hanging very heavily outside of work. One weekend while we were at a club, this was my heavy club days because I didn't get to do it because my other ex that I had just left, I didn't get that 21 stage. He was really strict as well. So I was wilding out. It was club time. So (laughs) we were at the club that night and I had left the table and because I was amongst friends, I left my drink. I didn't realize that was a big mistake until I woke up the next morning in my passenger seat, still parked at the club, and as a former alcoholic, two drinks was definitely not enough to have put me in the situation. But anyway, y'all, the last thing I remembered was getting in the driver's seat. At the end of the night, the lot was filled with cars, and my so-called friends, yeah, they had left me. And what I do? I continued to hang with their ass. I was desperate for anything, I guess. This next short story is entitled Childhood Memories. I had to be about nine maybe, but myself, my cousins, and some other kids were over to my mom's cousin house. We were all playing in the neighborhood. After a long day outdoors, we were treated indoors, and it was a small apartment. When you got to the top of the 14 stairs, don't ask me how I remember that, but maybe it's because I always count stairs, and still to this day. Anyway, you were immediately in the kitchen, and to the left was the living room, straight ahead was the bedroom where the adults were, and to the right was the bedroom that the children were playing in. Now when I think about it, the adults were definitely in a bathroom because I can remember seeing the sink and the toilet when I pushed the door open. It was definitely the bathroom that the adults were in. But I can't remember many details about the room that we were in except that there was a mattress and a small lamp with a very dim low glow to it. Regardless, we were having a great time. I think my mom and stepdad may have been on a break or something because I just can't remember him during that time. But of course, it could easily be that there's a memory that my subconscious is definitely blocked out. I unfortunately cannot remember much of my childhood. But anyway, although thankful for the great day that I had because I did not have many days, especially that didn't include my stepfather molesting me, it ended abruptly when one of the kids' moms backhand the fuck out of him. Like, 
knocked him out. He fell cold to the floor. I had never seen nothing like that in my life. I was scared as shit. He was bleeding from his nose and not moving at all. Looking back, my little empathetic ass kept an eye on him because when he got hit, all the kids just went back to playing, but he never moved. I ran over to him grabbing the other's attention. They ran over with him and that's when I ran to the bathroom where all the moms were. I can clearly remember busting the door open to tell them that this boy was not moving and bleeding from the nose. When that door flew open, they were all tightly squeezed in that small bathroom. They all turned around simultaneously, arm extended holding their smoking tools, shoulders shifted high, eyes wide as fucking deer in headlights. Like that shit gave me the same terrifying feeling I had just experienced with the boy passing out. They literally looked like something from the fucking underworld. So anyway, what seemed like an eternity of just standing there staring at them, the message was finally received and understood. They all piled out of that tiny space running to the bedroom that held all the children. That boy was still out cold when his mom ran back in frantically, eyes stuck wide the fuck open with a cup of water. She doused him with the water, invoking an immediate response. After that, party died way down. Well, for the kids, the adults went back to the bathroom. This final short story is called A Race Against Time. It was an average day and I had an old friend in town. I told my narcissistic ex that we were going to go to the grocery store but we snuck over to another friend's house. All the while, my heart was beating out of my chest. We were only there for a short period of time. But as we made ourselves back to the truck, my friend at the time pretended to spill liquor in the truck as a joke. But in all honesty, I wouldn't have done that to a friend that was very obviously in a fucked up situation. My heart hit the damn floor when she said that. Anyway, I almost lost my heart once more when we got to the grocery store that I planned to go to around the corner and they had closed. I was so fucking scared. So I had to speed across one end of the city to another about 30 minutes away to a Kroger near where I had lived at the time. Once we arrived, we had to run through the store to collect the items because it was nearly closing time and there was no fucking way I was going back empty handed. I can't even explain the fear that ran through me at the thought of not making it to that grocery store in time. Y'all should have saw us. We was like that supermarket game running through that motherfucker with carts, like straight running. Like, it was a straight race against fucking time. So basically, I snuck out just to visit a friend's house for a little girl time, only to have it ruined by insensitive jokes and the ruling thumb of my narcissistic psychotic ex. I can look back now on these situations and speak on them. I've grown, I've healed, and most importantly, I've gained self-worth because without self-worth, I would have been still in those same situations. So if you can relate to any of these short stories that I've shared here today, my suggestion is to start with a little self-worth. It will take you so very far. Well, folks, that is all of our time. I am grateful to all that tuned in this evening. I do pray that you were able to find an answer or even a glimmer of hope. Until next time, make it a great day. The choice is literally yours.